Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Buenos dias. Hoy es martes 11, 12 de diciembre, the 12th. Christmas is coming. I said it yesterday. By the way, when we get closer to Christmas, I'm praying and thinking about suspending Hebrews just for a few days to do a couple Christmas devotionals mixed in. What do you think? All in favor, say aye. Okay, that was a good response. I'll, I'll consider that. But for real now, for real. We need some money here at the church. I don't want to rob the offerings. I want special offerings to be made by our own people here in New York, but by some of you living in other parts of the country to take a thousand, five thousand, five hundred. No, a, a, a gift for what? For who? We're bringing in on our own nickel transportation, bus arrangements to and from domestic violence shelters. Have you ever been to one? Listen, that is high security. When we go in there and the ministries that go in, minister to the women, they have a spa day, they do makeup, they encourage the women. These women women have been literally beat down and they're in hiding because their boyfriends or whoever who beat them up could find out where they are and pound on them again. And they have children. You think you have problems? You're nine years old. And you're living with your mother who has a scar under on her cheek here in a domestic violence shelter. You think I'm being uh, melodramatic? Go to one. I've been to them. Tell me what you see. We're bringing them in for the Christmas show. We're going to feed them. Plus men from other shelters. We're giving them hats, scarves, gloves, and socks because winter means cold. I feel in my heart. I met with the pastors today. We talked about it. They prayed about it. I said to them, let me go to my daily devotional audience, my class, and just make an appeal. Go to the church website and look, brooklyntabernacle.org, look for Christmas outreach and give online toward that, designated. I don't want to take the money that we give regularly, our tithes, which would go to missionaries as it is and our overhead here and extra lights and all the expenses for the outreach itself. But now th this is in the tens of thousands of dollars is involved in everything we're doing. And finally, on the 24th, I'm meeting with some of the poorest kids. They're bringing them to my office. I can give them presents after the 9 a.m. service. And after the 12 noon, we're trying to find the loneliest, most isolated folks in the church and bring them in to my office for apple cider and conversation and love. I'll give them a gift. Listen, the only reason God's blessed us is we can share it. Nothing said. I don't want to belabor it. Please give. Write to me personally. Now, he's saying the writer in chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, the people got out of Egypt as slaves. Those Israelites never entered the promised land, the land of rest which is a type or a symbol of either heaven possibly, although heaven is a little hard to picture because they had to fight enemies and that's not a good picture of heaven. Or it's the will of God, that overcoming life of rest in Jesus, not biting our nails to the nub and nervous all day long and no peace. No, we're going to rest. There's a place of rest. And here's what kind of reinforces that approach. Now, we who have believed... 
The whole thing is on faith. That's why they didn't get in the land. They didn't believe that God could do it. We who have believed enter that rest. Just as God has said, so I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. Why? Because they didn't combine the message with faith. They didn't have the faith of Caleb and Joshua who said, hey, we can do this. I know they look big and bad. I know the walls of Jericho. But when we get in there, God will be with us. Oh, God, raise up men and women of faith in your kingdom who can do exploits. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words, on the seventh day God rested from all his works. And again in the passage above he says, they shall never enter my rest. So it's not about a day. They could observe the day of rest, but not have rest. You can go to church on the Sabbath, but have no Sabbath rest that only comes by a walk of faith in Jesus. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, what disobedience? The disobedience of unbelief. Did you know that when we don't trust God, that's a sin? Unbelief is the ultimate sin because God can forgive every sin. I don't care what you did. Sold drugs, murdered, lied, cheated, stealed uncleanness of all kind have been forgiven. But unbelief cuts us off from the grace of God, from the mercy of God. That's why without faith, it's impossible to please God. Unbelief, what a killer, what a toxic spiritual poison that is. Murmuring, complaining, why? Where's God? Doesn't he see what I'm going through? I'll never have that the promise of God. Did you ever notice this? I want to share with you today. According to your faith, so be it unto you, Jesus laid down as principle 1A of spiritual life. According to our faith, so be it unto you. Not our intentions, not our sincerity, not that we cry a lot. Faith, which comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But I thought yesterday of the reverse of that. According to your faith, so be it unto you. Oh, you had that faith? And Jesus would say when people got healed and drew upon his power. But what if you have no faith or just a glimmer of faith, mostly unbelief? The same is true. According to your faith, so be it unto you. Did you know in his own hometown, Jesus could not do many miracles? Oh, the diseases were so hard there in Nazareth. Nope. The demons were extra strong there. Nope. The hands of Almighty God in the form of Jesus were bound because of their unbelief. The Bible says he marveled at their lack of faith. Come on. I don't want him to marvel at our unbelief. I want us to, and go to God today and say, God, I struggle to believe. Help my unbelief. Feed yourself with the word of God and make up your mind. I will not accept a life of unbelief. God's going to help me to walk by faith. We're responsible for that. Come on, let's, let's make them happy by walking today, believing Jesus. Merry Christmas. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.